you know, I'm basing all of my transitional music, basing all my transitional choices off of what this weather looks like today. This weather is absolutely dog poop. But for those who are not in my location, you would have no idea. So I'm sorry about that. Uh, it is a very horrible, gloomy day in central Illinois, all right? Very horrible. We are fresh off a blizzard two days ago. Yesterday, in the middle of the night, it probably hurricaned and stormed. and So we are, uh, so Champagne, Illinois is recovering today, to say the least. But as they say in show business, because this is show business, <laughs> such a busy lifestyle running this anchor. You know, I gotta keep everybody on my staff in line. Sean's always getting out of hand. Like, he, you know, I mean, he hasn't shown up for work and I don't even know how long, so. It's a struggling business on this end, you know, but we're getting it off the ground and we're gonna, you know, the show must go on. So, hey, I'm here to deliver this sports recap part two. Yay! Yeah. What the man said. Well, at least somebody's happy that the show's going on. So, let's get right off to it. In other news, big things happening. The MLB has finally kicked off. Hooray, we get to... Everyone gets so freaking worked up on opening day. It's a 182-game season, man. Don't worry. You, you can play 100 games and they'll still be there. But I get it. A lot of you baseball fans... I'm not knocking it, man. I'm not knocking it. I'd much rather go to a game than watch a game. But that's me. I get it. I played baseball when I was little, so I, not that I don't like baseball. Uh, it's just a very long, grueling, boring season. And so it's kicked off. So you can finally exhale. The season is underway. Had some postpones already. This weather is not affecting just me. So... Had a few postpones last night, but look, here's, here's what I'm going to say. All you need to know last night about these scores, I'm not going to give you all these scores because there's like 80,000 teams. The Cardinals won, which sucks. The Cubs lost, which is awesome. And the White Sox lost, lost which also sucks. Okay? Those are the only two surrounding teams that I really surround myself with, my time with. I am a White Sox fan. My grandfather was a White Sox fan. My other grandfather was a White Sox fan, so it's just passed that, passed that tradition down. Uh, everybody else in my family is Cubs fan. My wife is a Cubs fan, which sucks. Um, have a few people in my family who are Cardinals fans. Just don't like the Cardinals. They're like an old ass geezer team now. Um, I'm happy that they're not very good. The Cubs, whatever. Their time's over. They won one. Congratulations, the streak is over, your curse, whatever. Now it's time for you to fall back into, you know, your couple top three contending spots until you blow it in the playoffs, whatever. Whatever. I'm happy to see him lose. But the White Sox, don't you worry, guys. In about two, three years, we're going to be making a run. We're going to be making a little bit of a run. So just give it time, all right? Patience is a virtue in Major League Baseball, if you haven't noticed But before I am nice and sweet about all this, I appreciate that Major League Baseball is back. The only, the only real time that I watch it uh, is playoffs. 
and maybe like the like the week or two building up to the playoffs. That way I can be in the know of what's going on and what's what's important and what's not important. Okay, so I'm not crazy about baseball. I like baseball, but it definitely doesn't fall in my top three. But let me tell you why. Okay, there's it's I don't want to put all this on one team, but look, there's one team that I truly, truly truly hate, and I'm going to give you some factuals as to why. Not factuals, don't quote me because I don't know if it's real. This is just my opinion on this. The New York Yankees, ladies and gentlemen. The New York Yankees are a team that I truly despise. I just think that, I mean, I'm really, in, in reality, every sports uh, organization, not organization, league, NBA, MLB, NFL, um, and I mean, honestly, I have a team for every single one, so uh, every league has this team organization that are just a bunch of rich assholes, <laughs> right? Um, and I think that even Yankees fans can agree with that. I mean, the Yankees always have a fuckle ton of money. Uh, they always, you know, there was probably like two, three years ago where they were kind of stagnant. You know, they, they were trying to make moves, um, but didn't work as well. But... They just always seem to attract the biggest players, and it, I, it just, I, to me, it just ruins it. You know what I mean? Like, so I guess the example, or what I'm getting at, is uh, Giancarlo Stanton. All right, went to the Yankees in the off season, uh, and and in there was this whole big thing about how Miami was treating him wrong and didn't want to do all this. So I mean, of course, he's going someplace where he's going to make money and he can be a contributor right away. I love, I, I get it, but I absolutely hate that he went there because I mean, of course, the Yankees have the money to have you, so you're going to pile on Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge. Uh, there's somebody. I mean, they, they got two. They got a picture, a picture from the White Sox. I know that. They're, you know, they just, there's just like they just always seem to be able to like finesse their way into getting these top players and I hate it like I absolutely hate the New England Patriots or that for the NFL the LA Lakers would be the one for the NBA I mean like the NBA the Lakers the NBA is a little more um different as far as like regrowth and stuff like that it's it's just a little bit of a quicker turnaround but the Lakers usually have quite a bit of money um that they can just throw at everybody so to speak um and then in uh, you know NFL yeah Patriots MLB it's the Yankees and I just don't like uh, it, for a little bit there it was getting more along the lines of like Boston too but I kind of like Boston and I just fucking hate the Yankees so congratulations New York you've pretty much just ruined me on baseball Don't get me wrong. I'm coming from a place of love. Okay? I just think that when you've got all these teams, I mean, so, for example, Moneyball, the movie Moneyball with Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill about the Oakland Athletics, um, it is essentially about a small organization team who can get who pretty much bang for their buck. Like, they finesse their low budget into getting productive players. I love that movie. I love the thought of that. Like, I love the, the, the teams that start through building and then just eventually compete. I know you have to have, you have to be involved in free agents and you have to have star players wanting to come to your organization. I get that. But at this point, man, like I just like John Carlos Stanton and Aaron judge over there alone, not mentioning Aaron Sanchez and who else is over there. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like it is a full lineup of complete sluggers. Todd Frazier is another guy they got from the Sox last year. Like it's just, it, I just cannot stand them. Like, and not to mention, like, they're, I feel like, of course, they're America's team because everywhere you freaking go, like, people just have Yankee hats on. Like, and I just, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just, 
I am for originality. Um, I can't really say that in my case as far as baseball goes because I was like raised up to be a White Sox fan. But I mean, they didn't put pressure on me to be that. I mean, could have easily went to the dark side and been a Cubs fan or even worse, a Cardinals fan. But um, I just think that the Yankees make it so easy, so easy to hate because they're just always there. They're so rich and they always just in they're just yeah let's just ugh, they're just they're just annoying all right it's just annoying so and i just don't like how john carlos stanton like i mean he could have went anywhere truly he could have went anywhere there could have there would have been every single team willing to throw some money at him to go do that and he would have made an impact on any team that he went to any team that's what i'm saying like that's kind of why i liked him in miami you know he meant something to miami not only culturally but he's the fresh new face of the organization and and i mean i get Derek jeter is truly tanking Miami like I, I don't think he was a good choice to be that that owner um you're you're not always good at everything and I think that Jeter is going to soon find that out because Miami is truly tanking and they're losing all their players but nonetheless I just I just think that that Stanton that was just a money move man I mean you could go somewhere and compete and do something you know what I mean hell I would have rather you've gone to yeah, as much as I hate to say it, I'd much rather you've gone to the Cubs. And at least they're fun. At least they're young, and they've they've done all their stuff not through trades necessarily, and, and not through big free agent signings, but they you know through the draft and they're yeah I, that's yeah I think that's what's really most appealing about this Cubs team is that they play very well together. They're young, so they have a great chemistry, and they're just a blast to watch. It's the new age baseball, and I truly hope that in this case that the organizations around us follow that of the Cubs. You know, it's just fun to watch young. I think the Sox are on that page. Um, but yeah, that's just not something that the Yankees do. They're just play cheap ball. They throw a stack and stack of money at whoever and just, Hey, come play. And I just, I'm not a fan, not a fan. So, please don't hate me because of my views and opinions on the New York Yankees. I know they're probably the oldest team besides the Cubs and the White Sox, but I'm just not a fan. But we're cutting it. We're moving on. Moving on away from Major League Baseball. I mean, hell, we're only three games into the season. We're only three minutes into the season, so shut up. We'll get back to it. There'll be more that happen. Anyways. So let's go, this will be the last topic, just because I don't really have anything specific that I want to cover in the NBA. But I do love the NBA, and in a few short weeks, the most exciting part of the NBA season is going to be happening. NBA playoffs coming soon. I'm not real sure when the exact date is. I know it's this month. I'm pretty sure it's this month. It's got to be, right? Yeah, it's got to be. But... So there's not too much going on. I mean, as far as there's just a few, a uh, few standing changes. You know, like Cleveland's chasing Toronto, and it's 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 a battle. It's going to be a crazy year for playoffs in the NBA. Crazy. Um, I don't think Cleveland will win it all. I don't think yeah, Golden State might win it all. But it just depends because they're talking about how Steph Curry's going to miss all the way up until maybe even the start of the playoffs with that ankle injury. So. I mean, they're, they're good. You know, they got KD and all them over there, too. But KD's been a little banged up. So it's really just Clay and Draymond and Sean Livingston. So it'll be an interesting finish to the season, that's for sure. Um, I, it, I just don't think LeBron and, the, and Cleveland are 
playing as well as they need to. I mean, I know they've won. I think I think I heard today that they've won like the last eight out of eleven, which is pretty impressive. Um, but Toronto keeps rolling as well, and I just think that they'll be tough to chase. They'll be tough to catch and overtake uh, before before playoffs. It could be done. It could absolutely be done. Um, but they were, you know, so I, yeah. So there's. I have my doubts about Cleveland just because, well, I mean, they haven't played together long enough. That whole new makeshift team since since the uh, free agency haven't played well or played. No, they've definitely played well. They haven't played long enough together, I think, as far as when you go deep into those playoffs. I don't think those young people, Jordan Clarkson, uh, someone else over there, damn it. Why can I never remember these things when it's important? Clarkson, the shooter, Rodney Hood. Uh, there's just others. They just don't think that have ever been into that deep of a situation before. And I think LeBron, once, because you know LeBron turns into playoff LeBron, he deactivates his social media and focuses and all that dramatic shit. But I mean, LeBron, I, I can imagine is very, very hard to play with in the playoffs. Very hard. If you don't do some right, he's all over you. And for that, I don't believe in the Cleveland Cavaliers and the playoffs. So, before the break, I was stressing my concern for LeBron, 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 that's like a French, LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'd like to uh, re-correct that here real fast. I'm not stressing concern for LeBron. LeBron is LeBron. He's been here before. Um, LeBron's going to do what he needs to do. Here's what I'm drawing concern for. I'm drawing concern for the several young men who were traded in half the season uh, to Cleveland, Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson. There are other people, and I just don't know why I'm forgetting to mention them. But I don't have the paper right in front of me. But I just think that here's here's here. Follow me here. So LeBron's going to be ready. He's going to be extremely focused, extremely intense. Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, and them guys have seen that before. Have seen that type of LeBron before. These other guys, these young guys, have not. So I really think that LeBron is going to put a ton of pressure, even if he doesn't intentionally put this pressure on these guys. The pressure is going to be there just because we all know how important LeBron's legacy is when he comes to the to the finals and, and how serious he gets. So you've got two types of pressure. You've got pressure of these new guys climbing to the next level of competition. They're going into the playoffs. Everybody plays harder. You, The whole season is void once playoffs starts. Besides what you did to finish where you finish for playoffs. I mean, the whole season is void. Everybody literally kicks it up a notch. You've not, that's, that's my favorite time to watch NBA basketball. I will watch every single game of it this year just because it is a blast to watch. So I just don't think those guys are going to be ready. They're going to step up and level the competition. That, it's, that itself presents huge pressure opportunities. You know, you've got to be able to thrive in pressure, and a lot of that is clutch. A lot of that is is uh, prep time in, in, in moments like this. And some of those guys will have that, absolutely. I'm not saying that that alone is going to make guys, make the wheels fall off, but here's what else. On the other side, you have a contending LeBron who we all know is extremely intense about chasing these rings. You know, he's got, everyone is comparing this legacy. He's got this legacy to continue and build on. I don't think... Between the pressure of level of competition and between the pressure that LeBron is going to put on these young men. I don't think that LeBron will intentionally put this type of pressure on these guys. I don't think he'll, you know, willingly come out and be like, hey, this is, you know, you got to be able to do this. you got to be able to perform. I think that just being around him in playoff time, those guys, those guys will feel that. Those guys will know that this is a completely different breed of LeBron. It's a completely different breed of competition. And in reality, I think it's going to crumble them. 
I think that that's just too much to pressure for too much pressure for guys who have not played a full season with LeBron and and I just think you got to be able to I think this is a learning experience for this team. This team could be together for a while. Um, but I just don't think it happens for Cleveland this year uh, just because of that. I just don't think the team is fully ready enough. Um, I don't think the team is ready for LeBron. I think that new age team, that young team is ready for LeBron because if you mess up, there's going to be – it's raining down on you. You know what I mean? He's going to bring napalm. So I just don't think that those young guys are ready for the pressure that LeBron and just the overall first appearance of playoffs uh, will bring. That's just me. So before I left, I was asking who you guys thought would be our Rookie of the Year this year. Now, probably what a good sports anchor caster would have done was during the break, I would have looked up um, if Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are indeed eligible for this to be their rookie year. Um, I did not do that. I, I am very sorry that I have uh, failed again. Um, it's hard to do everything, you know, sound, recording, deets, details for short. Uh, but it is what it is, okay? So thanks for tuning in. So anyways, here, of course, now, and if, if we do find that out that Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are indeed in that race, um, it's probably going to go to one of them. Embiid will probably fall since he is now out indefinitely with the orbital fracture. Um, so I, I imagine if Ben Simmons is eligible, it's hands down Ben Simmons. But if it is not, if Ben Simmons is not eligible for that Rookie of the Year title, here's who gets my vote. Actually, it just popped a light bulb. So it's probably between two, but I think that I'm going to go with um, this specific player just based off – wow, that's a really good comparison. Okay, so basically my Rookie of the Year candidates are Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz and Jason Tatum uh, for the Celtics. Originally, I'm going with Tatum. Um, I think he is so good, and I truly was not expecting him to come out this quickly and dominate and be so good driving to the lane. And, I mean, like there are several times where he just looks like he is a seasoned – all-star like just several like he I mean he takes big shots he's not afraid to steer away from the three in tough situations he's just he I mean Jason Tatum is absolutely balling on the other side Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz he's a forward I think forward or, or guard I don't remember he is absolutely going incredible we just haven't heard as much about him since that all-star break but the dude is still going crazy I mean he's still he's completely exceeded expectations for when he was drafted and everything like that so I it truly comes down to those two honestly I, I even though Ben Simmons may be eligible he's been in the league for more than a year I truly would give that down to Donovan Mitchell or Jason Tatum two extremely deserving individuals who are contributing to their team, making a difference in their team. Um, without them, the team not necessarily wouldn't be doing what they're doing, but they're just a very integral part of their offenses and their defenses, and I am in full support of either one of those. So I'm curious. I want to know who your guys' vote candidates would be. Give me three of them if you like. That's fine. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, number three. I I don't just want to go Embiid or Simmons just because I can. I'm trying to think of who else. I don't know. 
That's all I got. Okay, so just give me two of them, all right? My two, in order, are Tatum Mitchell. I am. I'm going to put Tatum above just because I think he is so good. And that Celtics team has just got a perfect enough uh, team where he can shine perfectly and make his own his own role. So Tatum for ROI for me. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. We did it. We have successfully put out a two-part sports recap today. Give yourselves a round of applause. Clearly, I mean, I, I can't, but when I post this segment, I will absolutely just tap that applause button a bunch of times because we've made it. We've made it to the end. It always feels good. It always feels good to finish a segment and truly finish it because I think that getting a lot off your chest, a lot off your chest during the day. I mean, I'm at work right now, so I'm getting technically getting paid to talk to you guys. So, but I just, I just, I just always feel so much better. I feel like there's always a weight. I mean, not like I'm talking on anything important or anything like that. But of course, it feels good to just vent and get your opinion out there and get your thoughts and feelings on things. And I, uh, I genuinely value your guys' opinions and thoughts as well. Um, so, with that being said, I have a little bit of big news. The big news is that I'm finally going to stop being a pansy and just recording all of these episodes and segments and just posting them on Anchor. My original plan was that I wanted to get some feedback and I wanted to get some acknowledgement from the Anchor app, um, which I've done a few. Uh, I've had some some call-ins, and, and I mean, I know Kyle is probably my biggest fan right now, and he has no choice because I, you know, confide in him and everything. So um, thanks again, Kyle. But uh, I just wanted to see what the feedback would be like before I went to actual social media and all that good stuff before I actually posted this to people that I know so that I don't get embarrassed or or whatever. But at this point, who cares, right? I mean, everyone's got a freaking podcast out nowadays. Um, just not as good as mine or the opposite. I'm not as good as theirs. Whatever works, man. Everyone's got one. Everyone wants to have one deep down, whether you like to admit it or not. So here I am, man. The big surprise, not really a surprise, but I'm after this segment right here that I'm talking on the sports wrap-up recap wrap-up that sounded cool after this i am going to post today's episodes part one and part two of the sports recap i'm officially going to post it on twitter that's 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 the big surprise so thank 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 you for that but anyways i'm i'm gonna get my voice out there i'm gonna see what's up see if i can't get some people to fire back some comments i'd love to hear back on the rookie of the year thing that's that's kind of why i did that segment um so hopefully the goal behind this will be to start posting each segment on twitter maybe getting some people um familiar with the anchor app in general and what goes on here um it's pretty simple it's pretty freaking awesome too um and also that maybe i can get some interactive things going on you know what i mean if i can if you like what you hear i mean there are a lot of segments there a lot of old stuff if you scroll through my episodes, so forgive me, a lot of it was kind of probably kind of sketchy and 
not the greatest of quality, but I'm not saying that this one is the greatest of quality either, but I'd like to think we're getting better and better. Um, so thank you for listening to this today, Sports Recap 1 and 2. I'm going to post them and publish them, get them out there. And then, like I said, after this, I am going to, for the first time, post these this recap to the social media network of Twitter. So wish me luck. Thanks for joining. And I'll hopefully talk to you soon.